Amen. Because he lives. Thank you, Brother Dory. Thank you again. It's so good to be again assembled together in another worship service to honor our God and to learn more about his word and to be encouraged as we journey through this life. Because he lives. It's a beautiful song. Encouraging song. Because he lives. And if I keep my faith and trust in him, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Is that okay? We were discussing this morning the different types of worship. We cover true worship, vain worship, uh, ignorant worship, and will or self-imposed worship. We kind of briefly touched on those definitions and the meaning of those. And I would just like to expound a little bit more on the meaning of true worship. Because just because you show up at the building doesn't mean you're necessarily worshiping the right way. You may physically be here, but that doesn't mean your heart isn't entangled or involved somewhere else. You're thinking or maybe something is just weighing so heavy on you and I don't know, it could be a number of things, but when we enter into this place of worship, we have to give God all of our attention. Amen. We have to give God all of our attention. I often say we live in the technology age now where people might not mean any disrespect about what they're doing, but you know, sometimes you're in worship and folks are text you something. You know, to inform you something has happened somewhere or whatever. I understand it, it may be very meaningful and very important too. But when we assemble to worship, Amen. nothing, nothing, Amen. I, I can't emphasize that enough, nothing is more important than our worship to God. That's right. Nothing. Whatever it is someone is contacting you about, sharing with you, you know what? God already knows. And if we don't put into practice and watching ourselves and being careful, you know, we could find ourselves, our mind can be gone from the worship. Because of what somebody is trying to communicate with us outside of the worship. If we're going to worship God, we have to do it the right way. Amen. God deserves the best. He deserves us honoring him with all of our attention. The meaning of true worship, as defined by Jesus, the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, John 4, 23, as we read in the scripture text. But what is meant by the phrase in spirit and truth? <clears throat> notice the first, notice first the contrast being made by Jesus. John 4, 19 through 24. 
the Jews have been worshiping correctly by going to Jerusalem mm -hmm. under the old, old law. Mm -hmm. But now the time was coming when place was not important. We don't have to go to Jerusalem now to worship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but now the time was coming when place was not important. Thus, the contrast is between old and new. Under the old, the Jews went to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Somehow, Old Testament <coughs> worship, I guess you could phrase it, had not been as defined as spirit and truth. But now, in the New Testament, notice what Jesus says. It must be done in spirit and in truth. So a change occurred. There was a transition. There was a change that occurred as defined how to truly worship God in the way that is acceptable unto him. Some understand the, the definition worshiping God in spirit. Some look at it to do so with sincerity. Well, I don't, I don't doubt even those that worship in vain, ignorantly, say, well, they're sincere. But they're sincerely wrong. So you just can't define and say it simply means to be sincere from the heart. Because many people are sincere from the heart. But this not, it does not fit in with the idea that Jesus is making in this text that we're looking at contrasting the Old Testament and the New. For sincerity was required just as much under the Old Testament as it is required under the New. Amen. Amen. If people had not been sincere under the Old, can you imagine some of the sacrifices they probably would have tried to offer to God? <laughs> can you imagine some of the things they would have done knowing better, but yet they still did it wrong? even though many did, but no different than us today. But just to say it requires you to be sincere is not enough. A better interpretation would be to offer spiritual worship in contrast to worship that is physically. Under the old, it involved what I would say more of a physicality involving physical things of what you were offering. But now in the New Testament, the focus is more on the spiritual. Yeah. It's more on the spiritual. Mm -hmm. Under the Old Testament, you had the tabernacle. You had, you had the uh, different structures and everything. But this building, even though we will call it the church building, The salvation is not in this building. We like to hold it in, in, in respect of being a place where you be mindful of what we what is conducted here. But it is the people who gather here that God is concerned about. He's not concerned about a physical structure. God is concerned about the hearts of men. 
He's concerned about our spiritual view as far as how we go about respecting him and worshiping him and obeying and doing what he commands us to do. Therefore, you can look at the, the contrast from old to new. Under the new, we should be more concerned of keeping things more in the nature of God and how God looks at it. He's no longer interested in the physical building and, and all, all of those things, the, the animal sacrifice. He's interested in us. Mm -hmm. In us. And what is going on in this right here? This is what God is concerned about, the heart. The heart of man. Under the Old Testament, we learn Old Testament worship, it included a physical structure, tabernacles, special clothing for priests, lampstands, burning of incense, instrumental music, animal sacrifices. We, we don't have that today. That's right. Mm. There was a transition. Now, the main sacrifice God is interested in is us. Right. Romans 12 and 1. I beg you that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I love that part right there. Because God is not a God that would challenge us or command us to do something unreasonable. I don't care how hard we may say it is, God says it's reasonable. Amen. Now, which is correct. I believe God is telling the truth. Amen. Now, we can make things a lot more complicated than what it has to be. But if we just choose to walk by faith, live by faith, trust God, it really could be a lot better than what we make it sometimes. Mm. All Christians, 1 Corinthians 3, 16, Ephesians 2, 19 through 22, all Christians are priests. Amen. Amen. Yep. Did you know that you are part of a priesthood? Yes. A royal priesthood. <laughs> Chosen by God. That should, that should cause us to stop and really think. If you understood how important the role of a priest was under the Old Testament, you knew that was a serious role. And here we are in the New Testament, the Bible said, we're all priests. And that's not to diminish anything about the Word. We're just as important. We serve a critical role by presenting ourselves before God and serving God. It is, it is a privilege. And we should look at it as such. <clears throat> we should blow our understanding of thinking of who we are when it comes to serving God. Amen. Royal priesthood, peculiar people. Chosen for God's own possession. 
Man, that's, that's something powerful right there. Our prayers are sweet incense. Revelation 5, 8. We don't have to come in here burning no incense, having them set around, setting my sinuses off. <laughs> Our prayers are sweet incense unto God. Our music is making melody with our heart. Five, Ephesians 5, 19. We don't have to bring in a drum and beat and bang. Saxophones. And, we don't have to bring in the bands from the nightclubs and come up in here playing secular music but change one word, throw Jesus in there and set it with praising God. You all know I'm telling the truth. We don't need all of that. We have the best music to offer to God through our singing, mm. making a melody in our heart, with our heart, to the Lord. Amen. Amen. I like what it says over in Colossians 3, 16. I love that passage. We kind of touched on it this morning in Sunday school. Sister Tillman brought it out. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, mm -hmm. teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Mm -hmm. You know, it amazes me how people always want to try to justify mm -hmm. Instrumental music, talking about how can you get your praise on? <laughs> how can you truly enjoy worship and you don't have any instrumental music? I assure you, God understood what he wanted. Seriously, folks, I assure you, God understood what he wanted. And if you really stop and think about this for a moment, can, can, can I borrow you here for a moment? Mm -hmm. Do you realize how good it how good it sounds oh, when you and everybody open their mouths and say You know, sometimes folks say, but well, I just can't see how you can really just get into the worship, get your praise on. Guess what? You put more of you into the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, the more of you you put into it, the more you get out of it. Amen. See, you, you're waiting for the drum to drop a beat. You're waiting for the bass to hit a chord. You're waiting for the, the organ player, the piano the player to hit a riff. Well, see, you're being guided and directed by a musician. The Bible said making a melody in your heart. And that come by way, first of all, having the right mindset. And the more I put into the singing, the more I express my adoration and my love and my respect and my joy for God. You know what? I get my praise on. Amen. Folks always want to try to dictate and determine that worship can't be enjoyable 
unless you have mechanical instruments of music. I believe God knew better than any other man. Amen. Amen. Who would know better than God how he wants to be worshipped? And you think about what the Hebrew writer said. He said, continually with the fruit of our lips. Singing, folks. Have you ever thought about how much glorifying, how much inspiring it would be if you open your mouth and stop just looking at folks and listening? Sitting around like, like what, what, what's the guy on, on, on the TV show, The Voice? One of the judges. Simon Cowell. Sitting around and worship like you Simon Cowell. Waiting up over a, a music contract, a singing contract to somebody. God don't need any judges up in here. He is the judge. Just imagine if you decided to open your mouth. You're loud and crying in the shower. <laughs> God didn't say you had to hold a note. Amen. Then we want to be like them. No, we don't. Amen. We have the best. That's right. We have the best. Amen. And we need to understand we don't need to change. They need to follow suit and adapt what we're doing. Amen. You ever listen? You ever listen to what they call gospel music? All of the, the loud music, and everything, and then the, the director might stop and say, "No music, no music," and the choir keeps singing, and what folks start screaming, hollering, "Oh, that's so beautiful! That's so beautiful!" Why don't you sing like that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're crazy about it when you break it down and stop the music and they say, oh, that sounds so good. That is just so. Okay. That's what we've been trying to tell you. <laughs> we have it every Sunday. <laughs> and don't be embarrassed. You know, I, I've come to discover that too. Some folks in the church are intimidated and embarrassed about the fact we don't have a kind of because of what people say out there. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, I assure you, it's not that we can't afford it. Amen. God said we don't need it. Amen. So the next time you're sitting there saying, I just wish our singing could be more forceful, better, and edifying, <coughs> try opening your mouth. Amen. Amen. Try contributing to the singing instead of sitting there like a judge. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> we have, under this covenant, better everything. Amen. Yeah than what the Old Testament could have ever offered. Right. Everything better. So, 
I'm, I'm expounding upon these things because we're going to go even more in depth about the music, music aspect of it because there's so much changing going on throughout the brotherhood, throughout across the country. Even some of our, what we call Christian schools are endorsing uh, traditional worship and uh, what's the other? Contemporary worship. Even some of our so-called Christian schools now are saying, well, it, 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 it just don't make a difference. <coughs> no, what's happening is people are selling out the truth. The Bible said, buy the truth and sell it now. And many pulpits and many, quote-unquote, who we thought were scholars are selling out the pulpit. They're selling out the truth. For the sake of trying to maintain numbers. Yep. For the sake of trying to keep a dollar coming in. Amen. And I don't, I'm not saying this in a mean spirit. Folks, if, if we're not, if we can't keep the doors open here by abiding in the truth and doing what God instructs us to do, they need to be closed. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. If we're not going to keep the doors open, by doing what God instructs us to do, how else are we going to please God? Yep. What would it matter if we had standing room on, only, overflowing, and, it, and the truth is not being preached? Amen. The worship is not in spirit and truth. Mm. What would it matter on the day of judgment when the question is asked, why didn't you do it the way I said do it? Mm. What should it profit a man? To gain the whole world. What shall it profit the preacher? To be lifted up in the line right. To be worshipped. To be put on the pedestal. Only to die one day. Amen. And have to give an account as to why did you deviate from my word. Amen. Can you imagine what he would love to exchange for what he's going to have to suffer for eternity? But it's going on, folks. It's going on. It's no secret. Many congregations, they, that many of the members are not sold on accepting mechanical instruments and music. But let me say this, and I'm going to be done. It don't make you any more correct by worshiping somewhere that do both. How can a preacher preach and one service, considering that he's preaching the truth, not having mechanical instruments of music, and then turn around in the other worship and say it's okay. That's a double-minded person. How can it be true? And you say, well, I don't go to that worship. But you're sitting under the teaching and the, and the instructions of a liar. Amen. Amen. So how are you going to make it seem to be okay in your mind? What, what if I stood here today and said, you know what? I understand the majority of you, you don't want mechanical instruments worse. So what we're going to do, I've been surveying and talking to a lot of members. There's some members who not only want some music, 
but we want some dancing too. So what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do from this day forward, from 11, our, our first service at 11, we're we gonna satisfy you. We won't have no music and no dancing. But after that service, later on, we're gonna have another service. And we're gonna rock the house. <laughs> but I'm preaching that ball. <laughs> now, how how will that be received by you in the first service? So, in other words, long as I speak a little truth, that's justifiable for you to stay there. Even though you know the next service, I'm going to be lying left and right. <laughs> well, that's what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. And that only tells me one thing. People are not there to worship God. They're there to worship the man. Our assembly is not to worship me. Amen. And it's not wherever you go, it's not to worship any man. Amen. Our assembly has the purpose to worship God. Amen. We need to understand that, folks. God has brought us into something far better. Amen. He offered the best of the best. That by being his only begotten son. How in the world, how in the world you want to mess up something so good? Bringing you from a, 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 a testament where there was no forgiveness of sin mm. into a testament where you could be forgiven. Mm. Be made new. But here we are, what God has given, because God said, this is how I want to be worshipped. We take it upon ourselves to say, I, I want to offer something more. Mm -hmm. If he had wanted more, he would have put it in his instruction. Amen. See, here's the problem. We want to add and say, give God more when we ain't given enough of what he's already requiring of us. Amen. How about more attendance? Right. How about more encouragement? Right. How about more giving? Right. How about more singing? Right. How about more loving? Right. God knows, look, already what is required of us, we're not even giving enough as it is. Right. But then we want to jump out of our lane and say, well, I want to throw this in there. Mm -hmm. No. Just like Mary. Just like marriage. Mm -hmm. The wife will complain about the husband. But you ain't got all your eyes dotted in your teeth's cross. Trust me. It's enough for both to do. Than right. to be pointing fingers and accusing the other. Amen. God has this thing designed and worked out where, hey, if he ain't doing what he's supposed to do, we ain't him with that godliness inside of you. Amen. But no, you say, now, I'm going to spend more money on looking better on the outside so I can get some other men to will say holler at me. Oh, 
That ain't what God said. Amen. He didn't say it was a sin to dress up and look nice. But he said, if you're going to use dressing up to look nice for the wrong reason, All right. that's when it's wrong. Amen. Husband, when our wives think they're not doing what they're supposed to do out there, you know what? We still need to check ourselves. Amen. Right. Amen. Make sure our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Let God deal with her. Amen. You ain't going to make a wrong person do anything. Amen. And if you don't believe, try. Try. You didn't marry that person to make them do anything. Right. Right. Amen. That's right. You married that person with the understanding that you're going to love each other, support one another, and work together. Amen. You didn't marry somebody to make them do anything. Amen. Amen. Can't you see Lisa coming to me? Give me, give me, and I just look at her. The girl, you like, go sit down somewhere. <laughs> I'm a grown man. What do you think Lisa do if I go to her? You got uh, Man! <laughs> you want to see a neck roll? Uh, <laughs> 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 that, that, that's not why you got married. Amen. To make anybody do anything. You're supposed to have the agreement to follow the rules that the Lord put forth in marriage, putting him first, respecting him, mm -hmm. honoring him both. And both of you have your own rules. Amen. We have our rules about worship. Amen. God don't need our help. God need for us to be obedient. Amen. Don't get caught up in this stuff going around. Guard your heart. Don't let somebody tell you, man, somebody somebody been studying and they broke this down. <laughs> you know what? I go back to the question. Mm -hmm. Why didn't the first century church do it? Mm -hmm. hmm. They couldn't afford instruments? <laughs> I don't think that's the case. They had them in the old. Yeah. Something ain't right about that. Right. You telling me throughout the course of the last hundred years, I just say the last hundred years, all of these pioneer preachers in earth, they missed it. Right. They missed it? Come on now. They missed it? No, they didn't miss it. The scriptures are just being fulfilled. There are those who are going to stray away from the truth. And there will be those who will follow them. Keeping unto themselves. Teachers to scratch their itch because their ears are interested in the truth. Amen. Their ears are interested in what they want to hear and what they want to do. Amen. And if it's instrumental music they want, they'll find somebody crazy enough to get up and preach it. And let me tell you, some folks, it's happening. It's happening just as much as women getting up preaching now. Women being elders yeah. and everything else. <laughs> That's why if you don't guard your heart, if you don't study, 
you're going to find yourself worshiping at the wrong place. Amen. Amen. My last point I want to make. If mechanical instruments and worship is acceptable, that means I can go to the Christian church. That's by title what they call themselves. I could go there and worship acceptable. Because the main difference is the music. They take communion every first day of the week. They extend the invitation. Everything else. That's what they love. They love church friends and went and sell their own because they wanted music. So are you telling me as a believer of having instrumental music, Jeff, I can go and stop by any <laughs> Christian church and worship and I'm okay. That's what you're saying if the music is okay. Well, now I'm not saying that. Yes, you are. Because what is, what, what is their difference in belief? The only difference is the music. You've got to stop and think and study. Amen. God didn't make men saved difficult. And he did not make remaining saved to be difficult. <laughs> We just have to deny ourselves and surrender our will to do what he said to. Amen. Is that all right, folks? Amen. Amen. Thank God. Thank God for the truth. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Thank God for the truth. Jesus said, John 8, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Did you know that? Did you know the truth would do that? Mm -hmm. So if the truth will set you free, what will a lie do for you? Mm -hmm. Huh? If I'm, if I'm only free indeed through the truth by way of Jesus, what am I opposed to Jesus and the truth? That's why you buy the truth Amen. and sell it now. Because the truth is going to stand. Amen. And regardless of what people may say, and I don't care how large you may see a congregation grow, That's right. with all of the concerts and the hooping and hollering and the dancing, don't you know there's a lot of other stuff coming with music? Yes. Amen. 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 Have you ever thought about that? Amen. Don't you know there's a lot of stuff that come with music? A lot of shaking, a lot of carousing, a lot of, a lot, a lot, and a lot, a lot, a lot more. How, how is your shaking in the club going to be any different than in church? You got the same beat. We'll study this more. Don't feel left out when you're doing things the way God right. say do. Right. Amen. 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 Be thankful. Right. And folks, thank God you have some men who will tell you the truth. Amen. 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 If 
you can't keep the doors open for abiding in the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean this, folks. You might, you might keep the doors open and bring in a lie or whatever, but guess who won't be your preacher? And I know you say to yourself, oh, we can find somebody else. I would tell you. But God won't be with you. God has brought us this far. Why should we renege now? What, to feel good? Come here a few hours, feel good? Leave? Oh, man, we, oh, church was the bomb today. Church was dynamic today. What you learn? sitting up in there. But all because they play a good beat. All because they, they sound good. We're going to bring them into the place of holiness before holy God and say to ourselves, we honor you, God. We honor you with these folks that just came from the club who ain't even changed clothes. <laughs> Said enough for today. More to come. Stay true to God. Amen. Stay true to the Word. It, 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 it's not going to kill you. You have to get up and shake your groove thing. That's right. This is not the place for us. And if you got a groove thing to shake, you should be only shaking it in front of your husband Amen. or your wife. Amen. Not your boyfriend, mm -hmm. not your girlfriend, mm -hmm. or nobody else. Mm -hmm. That group thing should have, both should have the same last names. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem we have today. Mm -hmm. Too much shaking going on with mm -hmm. different last names. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if it ain't right outside, how in the world is it going to be right up in God's house? Amen. Mm -hmm. going to say, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at all of that junk in the trunk. Praise the Lord. <laughs> the law of nature, the law of nature says a man is attracted to a woman. your mind of all of this filthiness Amen. and all of this other stuff that's causing you to talk bad about the church mm -hmm. instead you should be glorified Amen. 
you, you smell that stuff sometime at home and when you're in the car, you will smell that foul smell. That's that old man in you. That's that old man in you stinking. Stinking. Because you're trying to hold on to it. You're trying to justify it because your flesh like it. And I'm such a terrible preacher because I say what I say. But I'm a love you now. Amen. What's our song, Adore? 111. 111 is our invitation song. Yield not to temptation. You know why? Yield in this sea. But each victory will help you. Some other to win. You're here today. You need to surrender your life. Give it to the Lord. So that you may be added to his body. Have your sins remitted. And your, your life becomes new in Christ. Walk in a new life. Given a new name. Added to a new family. New citizenship that's in heaven. All things are passed away and all things become new. You interested in that? You're in the right place. You're at the right place. See, you hear that noise over there? <laughs> <laughs> hear that noise over there? That ain't going to save you. It's not. Do it the way Jesus commanded it to be done. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be dead. Honor him. Show your true love for him by obeying what he commands. You're already a Christian. Commit yourself. Don't be half committed. God, God, God don't bother with half committed folks. Because if you're half committed, that means the devil's still using you. Be fully committed. Make up your mind today. That song we sing, old song said, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Why don't you make up your mind today? You made it all once and went down into the water of the grave and came up. But I understand there are some distractions that can pull you back. But you don't have to stay. Amen. Tell the devil today, I'm going home. I'm going back. I'm tired of smelling like a pig. And I'm tired of eating this vomit. I'm going home to get cleaned up. Why don't you come today? Why together we stay? And sing the invitation. <laughs>